Welcome to Goats and Dragons, a Dungeons and Dragons podcast. Please be warned, this podcast contains adult situations and language that may not be suitable for children. In fact, we try our best to be unsuitable for people of all ages. You're welcome. So as we continue, uh, you guys, um, yeah, if you want, uh, you can get on your horses and take off uh, from Cliff Mill toward the Bovalian Mountains to the west. Yeah, like what other loose ends do we have in the town? I bet there's a lot that we could tie up and we could just maybe not go to Cliff Mill right away. Although we do need to define Fern Gully. So I guess we should. I know we're in Cliff Mill. I misspoke. We cannot go to the mountains right away. But I guess we should define Ferngully. I just... I don't know, you guys. We're not looking for something called Ferngully, Stormbreaker. No, I'm pretty sure that's what you said it was called. The process Ferngully. I think you just said it's Ferngully. Nope, as the editor, I know what I said. (laughs) I mean, I'm remembering it as Ferngully. All right, well, that's fair. All right, Ferngully, ho! No! Ferngully... God damn it! Ferngully... Bound. Uh, ahoy. Ah, shit. So as you leave Cliff Mill, <laughs> and everyone is kind of waving uh, oh, uh, you off, the, the the light snow from the night before has not yet been trodden on this road. Um, and this road is going to follow the river um, east, or I'm sorry, west, until about this area here on our map. Um and that that you can travel pretty quickly uh, as long as you keep the river on your right um you start to climb in elevation uh and it doesn't take uh much navigation to kind of go that way uh anything you'd like to then talk about along the road as you're traveling this first day each of you has a horse hikari has a camel. a camel so hey hikari How's your feelings? How are you feeling? Pretty good. Yeah? You're feeling things? Well, I mean, I feel things. But I thought you said you got rid of your feelings. Well, yeah, but I mean, feeling pretty good. I mean, is that a real feeling? I, I think like so. Like an emotion? Is, I think, feeling good means feeling happy or content, right? And that's an emotion. Well, and I didn't say all my feelings went away. I just, I was just saying things, you know. It wasn't, I don't it wasn't think a that's big deal. true, given the way you were acting with the Zone of Truth spell and that you offered to tell us what you did with your feelings if we did whatever with Urban. I don't remember. Didn't kill him. Left him behind, I think, was the deal, actually. I guess oh, oh. <laughs> Thank you, Dan. Which they did so do. actually, Hikari, what... <laughs> what did you do with your feelings, then? Um... Okay, at this, I sigh and say... How about we talk about it when we make camp tonight? Why? Why can't we talk now? We're not doing anything. Because it's more cinematic. It's more cinematic <laughs> if it's by 
a campfire. I mean, I, I think Charity can just start a fire with bonfire. But in the dark... There's just fire sort of spurting up on the rim. There's just a fire, yeah, popping up on either side. And because I just need some time to think. Okay. Are you trying to think of lies or just think? <laughs> what? Are you trying to think of lies? No, I just need okay. time to think. As long as it's not... You can, lies. like, insight check me. Okay. Burbage is looking for whoopsie berries. Can you find any whoopsie berries? Give me a uh, survival check. What? They're drugs. He's looking for drugs. Oh, okay. A 16. Um, uh, you feel like you remember pretty well uh, the plant that the whoopsie berries come from now. Uh, they kind of look like raspberries. Um, Are you going to try and feed me drugs? I think he's going to feed himself <laughs> drugs. I think he's. A, oh, yeah. okay. To like make me tell the truth, or they choose yeah. serum. They do, kind of habitually in canon, let you spill the truth at times. Yes, but um, yeah, you don't see any quite yet. Um, but I'll I'll let you know if you keep up that survival check. Um, if you if you come across any. Burbage and Charity, do we have things we need to talk about? I mean, I'm okay. Like, I think everything's fine and everybody loves me and wants my love and likes me. Um, and it's great. Everybody likes me a lot. But maybe, I don't know, maybe other people feel like people don't want their love or feel judged for trying to protect people. Yeah, no, Stormbringer, I like you, but let me just flash back to something real quick. Uh, uh, Andy... This is a question that I had. I was thinking about this. Yeah. When when Burbage and Arbin made love. Yes. Which is a kind of a gross way to put it, I guess. Uh, it's about the least gross way. I was going to say, like, how, about, how about they had promiscuous sex? They had they had non relationship sex together. They slept together. When they slept together, they slept together yeah. Bert like. I imagine some clothes might have come off, and I yes. wonder what would have happened when Burbage, or when Burbage tried taking off the sweater that Stormbringer gave him for the Bavalian Candle Festival, or if Arbin tried taking it off of Burbage in a fit of passion. You know how people take off each other's shirts and shit. I've heard such things. Yeah. What? 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 what were we able to take it off? You, yeah, you were able to take it off. Arbin, yeah, helped you. Um, and did did anything, did I notice, did Burbage notice anything different taking it off and then, or then, like, later putting it back on? Interesting. Because Burbage is, is mm. curious about it because ever since Stormbringer gave it to him, like, she, she was kind of like, she, if I recall correctly, she was kind of weird about it. She said to like never, never take it take off. It off. Yeah. So Burbage yeah. is, is trying to like be attentive to that, and he, and that I feel like that kind of also ties weirdly and nicely into as he continues thinking about his relationship to Stormbringer. Like I don't know how the sweater can kind of factor into this. Yeah, good. Yeah, uh, I don't think you noticed much difference. You did notice that it was. You started to feel incredibly comfortable with the sweater on especially in kind of the dank cold of the cave. And when you'd taken it off, there was, yeah, you, you started to kind of feel uncomfortable. 
um, a little bit of a temperature switch, which yeah, it feels a little odd because it you it seems a little bit more than simply just taking off a sweater and then feeling colder. It it was almost as if something kind of deep inside you was warmer with it on, if that oh. makes sense. Interesting. Yeah. So it, so it flagged it in your head, even though there wasn't a lot of change. Yeah. Sure. Yeah. Okay. Uh, all right, just flashed back. Now I flashed forward, back to the present. All right. Uh, yeah. No, Stormbringer. I like you. I think Charity likes you. Um, and you know, um, I, what is there to really talk about? Everything's gotten kind of muddied since we left Cliff Mill and with all that business with Arben. Because, like, I, I, I'm having trouble tracking. <laughs> the argument <laughs> and like what what there is to be upset about because I was upset that you killed Arben but now Arben's alive again and you guys were upset that he was alive because he might betray charity but apparently he's not going to be able to do that so I guess there's just weird underlying shit about trust and leadership and Stuff like that, but do we really? Let's talk about that over a fire later on, because it's more cinematic if you think about it. It's more cinematic. Charity's yeah. going to message into your head. I think she's specifically upset about the time where you said, "I don't need your love, and I don't want your love, Stormbringer." Meant non-judgmentally, just as a. I think that might be the specific locus of what she was commenting on. Hey, Charity, you're misquoting me. I didn't say I didn't need her love. I definitely need it. It's just in that moment, I didn't want it. And sometimes we say stuff like that to each other, right, family? Didn't any of your mothers say weird, dark shit to you growing up? My mother was constantly saying weird, dark shit to me. My mother really loved me and was trying to help me learn to be, like, the chieftain. Um, she was pretty nice. Well, that sounds, I liked her a lot. That I sounds, cared about that her. That sounds really nice, and maybe that maybe that explains why you took what I said so personally in the moment, Stormbringer. But the fact is, I I feel like I probably do need your love, and despite what I said in the heat of the moment about not wanting your love, I I you know I want everybody to love me. I'm Burbage Kemp. I want your love. I want everybody's love. That's the whole point of being Burbage, is my experience. So, you know, I guess really I would just, you know, I would like us all to just pay attention to uh, decision making going forward. And maybe when one of us is, you know, trying valiantly to save somebody's life, maybe don't just like kill them in cold blood. And when I'm like, begging and tear-filled halfling eyes from a third of your height. Please help. Please help. Maybe don't just cold-bloodedly, you know, <laughs> murder the person I'm pleading for. These are just some, some ideas going forward, you know? But, but let's, again, let's talk about this over the fire. Because, again, it's much more cinematic. <laughs> Um, okay, but we're gonna have to, like, I don't know, sleep extra long or something, because we're gonna be up really late talking about all these things at the fire. Which you can do. Yeah, but will we be able to rest all the way? Can we sleep in? Yeah, you can sleep in. Okay. 
Okay, that's fine. Because I was gonna look at Burbage and be like, "Oh no!" So, <laughs> so you, you, uh, as you travel on, uh, a bit of the snow kind of turns to a, a light kind of sleet, um, and then just kind of a misting stops before evening. Are camels okay in the snow? N- not great. They're okay. This one's been. This yeah. one's a survivor. This one's been or this, Can this on one this be path like really before. wooly, like they wooly camels. Oh, certainly. That do he's, in, yeah. In the snow. So okay. He's very, very wooly. Dark camel. brown, very thick fur. Um, seems to be doing fine. Um, An all-terrain camel. Oh yeah. Uh, and it's yeah, it's it's not too long before you kind of get to, um, yeah, probably somewhere around here, um, for the evening. Um, you hear the water rushing by. Um to the east, downstream to the east, uh, kind of northeast, I guess, from where you guys are. And you see the the mountains in the distance. They just sort of look like dark clouds now on the horizon. And you set up a campfire, set up uh, a few of your tents. Um, and I would imagine Stormbringer's looking just longingly to hear what Akari then has to say uh, after you finish your rations. Talk time! <laughs> With both of you, but Hikari can go first, because that's the order we had conversations in. Uh, we talked about my stuff back on the couch. No, so next time we can talk about it at the fire. Great. Wonderful. Um, Alright. So, here's the deal. I asked, who's my god again? <laughs> I totally forgot who my god is. Eris. I asked my god Eris just to take away, like, my emotional ties to all of you because I've lived a very long time and it's not gone usually well for me or the people that I get close to. And so... I just thought that would be for the best. Um, but, I mean, I still feel things. It's not that I don't feel things. But I just thought mm-hmm. that would be best. And so, I mean, I still have your back and everything. I'm not going to throw you to the wolves. But also, I have to find... I have to find this necklace that I'm still missing. And I haven't been concentrating on that. And I have to find it so that this can be my last lifetime. And... I can't do that if I'm involved with people. So, like that. So, yeah, that's it. So you don't like us anymore? No, it's not that I don't like you or anything like that. I like all of you. I just, I had to cut that feeling bond because it's just not going to turn out well and I have to concentrate on my thing or... I'm just going to die again and come back and have to do it all over again. So I just think that's what's best for everybody. Wait a minute. Getting rid of feelings is an option. No. <laughs> when it's me, it, you know, it is. Charity is sitting and he sort of is nodding at this. And he's also like, you mentioned that you lose much of your memories every time you die and are reborn and then they slowly start coming back to you correct Mm -hmm. do you normally 
regain things from your most recent life first? Um, hmm. not necessarily. I think I just, yeah, not necessarily. I have, um, it's just like flashes of different things and people and lives kind of thing. And then eventually it, like I can, you know, remember what I can remember. Do you think that stronger or more vivid memories come back first? That seemed to be how it was for me with my previous memories. Probably. I mean, they're the things I remember for a reason, I guess. Charity's going to sort of rub his chin for a second. Um, Because we keep harping on about doing this cinematically. Um, (laughs) He's going to stand up and sort of brush the the dust um, from his pants. Sort of go... And basically slam his foot down, causing a pillar of silver flame to erupt and thaumaturgy into a booming, but again, still very soft charity voice. Seek the wielders of the silver flame. Hopefully that's startling enough to come back. I know you may have tried to sever this bond, but as one who considers you family, me and mine will keep a record. If you should fall, I will try to hold your belongings. I shall try to gain any information about them that I can. And we will keep them, and we will pass them down. If you come to us again at any point in the future, we will tell you anything we can to help. It may not be much, and I hope that it is not necessary, but it is what I can do. So basically you're saying that you all would, sorry, metagame, you all would keep like my, like whatever I had gathered. Because you've specified the three objects to us, the sword, yeah, the shield, yeah, the necklace. Yeah, and I need the fourth. Well, I think I need the fourth. I'm I'm not sure that that's going to end everything, mm-hmm. but I think I do. So, and like, if you pass, obviously before I came back, then you would like, entrust it to people? I would entrust it to those that I felt I could trust as my family to not only keep the record and keep hold of those possessions but to actively seek information on any that were missing. I um I sit there and I'm just looking into the fire for a while to be cinematic and you can see the flames crackling you know, in shadows off my face. And I'm thinking really hard and just kind of metagame. Like, basically, since I don't have ties to you all right now, what I'm what I'm really thinking of is, is this to my advantage, best advantage? <laughs> because you could help me with this. Sorry, I just thought that was worth pointing out. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Um, I'm going to have to sleep on it. Of course. It was an offer freely given. I do not seek any 
respond or change in status. But it seems worth saying that I understand after so many lives you might wish for this to be your last one. And whether it is or isn't, I am glad that this one, in this one, your path overlapped with mine. I nod my head and then I go get my bottle. Of course. <laughs> and drink and sit and stare at the fire a little ways off from everyone. Like I'm lying back with my legs out in front of me and my legs crossed and I'm just sipping. But I'm like a ways back. So you can tell the separation. <laughs> I, it was a mistake for me to say cinematic. Um, give me a constitution saving throw. Oh, jeez. What's wrong? Boy, how much is she drinking? Oh, I'm so, I'm, I was sober. I sobered up. Yeah. Okay. I didn't say what this is for. Is it? I mean, it's pretty obvious to all of us that this still has to do with Arben's blood, right? Is it? With what? It's not obvious to Darcy, evidently. It wasn't obvious to me. Thank you. I don't think the concussion checks were ever about a concussion. I think that Akari's being affected by Arvin's blood. <laughs> a 16. I thought it was because Darcy like role-played into a corner there, but you might be right. <laughs> a little from column A, a little from I column mean, B. yeah. Six, what is it? Half a dozen of one, six of the other. So you rolled a 16. Excellent. Yep. Carry on. Why does nobody want my love? Hikari made made herself get rid of it. And Burbage shouted. Charity's gonna sort of sit down next to you and, and like... And Robert died and Dawn Protector got really mad at me and never wants to see me again and now she's probably gonna try to kill me if I see her again. And my mom died and I don't even know Mountain Splitter so she doesn't really have my love and nobody wants my love and I don't like this. I want your love, Stormbringer. Your presence in my life and your willingness to defend me are rarities for me. I, I am sorry if my understanding that what I did to Arben took me to a place that I didn't want to go made you feel like I was ungrateful for what you had done. I appreciate that you were focused on trying to protect me. I appreciate that that is always your focus in trying to protect all of us. I appreciate... I appreciate that after Cliff Mill you wanted us to stay together so that you could keep watch. I appreciate the sacrifices that you have made. You are my sister. I will defend you as best I am able, and I know that you will defend me to the best of your abilities, which are considerable. There is... What, why is the DM just rolling a d20? Yeah, what the fuck? Hmm? You're good. Oh, oh you said you're good. Um, I am sorry that you feel that your love is rejected. I am 
sorry for the things that happened and I am sorry for my part in that. Know that I am glad that we travel together. I am glad that we are family and that however else anyone here feels, we are family. Yeah, I mean, thank you, Charity. And I'll, I'll keep protecting you all, even Hikari. And even though she literally got rid of her feelings for me because she wanted them away so badly. So that's cool. Um, anyway, this is, it's okay. I'm okay. I don't, everybody likes me. Everybody wants my love and I'm fine. I'm good. I'm going to go to bed. Good night. And Stormbringer just kind of lays down on the ground where they are. Stormbringer, for what it's worth, I'm pretty sure that out of all of us, most people do like you. Curry and Burbage, give me a perception check. Thirty for Burbage. Holy shit! Expertise. And a nine for Hikari. Oh, good. Hikari, a good are... thing Burbage, though. Um, you're listening to Stormbringer, and you're getting lost in her words. And me? Yeah. Is Burbage too? Nope. Okay. You're just kind of getting lost in these words, and you're really thinking about it. You're not paying much attention to your surroundings. Burbage, you are. You are sort of actively avoiding eye contact with those around you. And you're looking just kind of around. And uh, you see one of the horses kind of, like, like back up just a little bit all of a sudden. Uh, and then on the other side of the horse, uh, you see two feet standing next to it. Um... <clears throat> A message cantrip, Stormbringer. Stormbringer, before you get to bed. I love you. I want your love. And I need your protection right now because there's somebody on the other side of that horse over there. <laughs> oh shit. Stormbringer's gonna jump up. Alright. Charity will sort of flop backwards as the seven foot sun tall Stormbringer launches to her feet. Yeah. Does that, like wake me up at all uh you you see stormbringer immediately jump up uh burbage is pointing now to the horse sort of um behind you and to the left so you kind of look back there then as well um so but i'm saying does it like i was kind of like does it wake me up kind of from that uh from the trance of kind of yeah like thinking about stormbringer and really internalizing her words you're, yeah, you're jarred a little bit out of that. You can right. look around as well. Um, and now all of you see it. It wasn't it wasn't hard to find. It's a little dark at this point, and it's outside the firelight. But yeah, all of you see maybe a dwarf? Maybe. Someone short? Halfling? On the other side of a horse, trying to hide behind its legs? Stormbringer is going to pull out her Oni Glaive okay. and go, Hey, what the fuck you doing? You just hear Oh, shit. Um, sorry, miss. I was checking your horses, make sure they're nice and healthy. That's Uh, fucking weird. It's night. 
from a, and then uh, stepping around the um, horse, you see actually a half elven child, no more than looking tenish looking. Ah, so, sorry, miss. I was just ah. Uh, uh, see, my, my my wagon uh was was stuck. My my ass ran away. I just. <laughs> Was wondering. His ass ran away. That's right. My he ass ran away. That. That's I'm what sorry. I said. I'm ten. My ass <laughs> ran away. Oh, I was just maybe looking to see if these horses, if you didn't need all of them. Um, but it seems like you do. So I'll be on my way. Um, wait, no, it's like night. You should just. You're a little child person, I think. Right? I don't think. I don't think half elves are usually this short. You should. Uh, somebody do something. Don't let the little child go off into the dark. I start rummaging in my bag mm-hmm. and I get out a ration and I put it down in front of the fire and I get, do I have like an extra blanket or something? You do have one extra blanket. So, and I put that in front of the fire and then right. I just go back to where I was sitting. Oh, so, or laying. So for me, miss. The ration. I uh, take my flask or whatever and tip it to him. He immediately runs over to it and it starts. That's pretty good. Are you a real child? (laughs) Or one of those fake ones? I mean, I'm as as real as you. I think that the question was more around, are you actually a child? And is your appearance actually as it seems to us at the moment? Oh. Yeah. And cue the incoming insight roll from uh, Lena. <laughs> there it is. Oh. An eight. Uh, to be yeah, fair, I was asking the question, so I'm also going to roll. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> Twenty-one. Fine. Yeah, uh, yeah. Uh, Stormbreaker, you're you're not you. It's you. Know, you don't understand children very well. Um, so probably it's not telling the truth. You're not even sure if children can lie. They're probably too young to lie. <laughs> Why don't you understand children very well? It's just. She rolled an eight. <laughs> well, no, but does it? Is that a thing for like Goliath? Because I've heard that before. Not necessarily. Okay, but never mind. It's a thing for Stormbringer now. Yeah, uh, it's canon. It's a uh, and charity. Uh, yeah, you you are much more <laughs> sort of inclined, especially to have health children. There were plenty uh, in Federo when you when you were working there. Um, this yeah, he seems to be pretty genuine. Actually, looking very hungry, um, as well. Uh, not wearing the best clothes, um, but certainly he seems to be telling the truth when he is presenting himself as a half elf child. Um, hey, Purity, I don't know. I don't know if this is a child or if children can even lie, and this is just weird. And I don't know if this child is here. Charity is about to say, "Of course, children can lie." Processes what Stormbringer has said, and is like. Eh. Maybe we let this one ride for a minute. Um, it's like, um, I, I'm relatively certain that this is a small, hungry child. Um, uh, tell me, what is your name? Oh, my name. Uh, my name's Chip. <laughs> okay. We're, I... What's wrong? We're we're just in Beauty and the Beast now. 
What's your, what's your name? I am Kalorin Charity. Charity, like a stripper or something. <laughs> hey, you're like eight. I don't think eight-year-olds know what strippers are. I know what a stripper is. What's a stripper? Stripper, it's, it's the, the leather worker that strips the hides off of. I don't yeah. okay, I don't know, but I've I have a friend who knows what a stripper is, so Oh yeah, are they also eight? I think they're ten. The name is Fort. Who's naming you? We take names when we enter the organization. What organization? The Bavalian Ravagers. <laughs> who came up with that name? Shut up. <laughs> <laughs> I need to be getting back to him too. They're going to have my head if I don't bring my cart back. No, definitely actually a child. Only a child would say, shut up to someone the size of Stormbringer. Yeah. Hey, hey little child, what are the Ravelers and why are they why are they having your head if you don't bring your what back? The Bovalian Ravagers are the fiercest group of individuals our leader is called Queen Bloodthrone. Is your leader also a child? This is totally a Peter Pan Lost Boys kind of situation. Shut up! Queen Bloodthrone is 12. <laughs> okay. Okay. Um, oldest among us. Like, why are there a bunch of, like, 8 to 12 year olds running around in the dark? What's going on here? <laughs> is this normal? There's only me. I'm trying to just get my. My shipment back. They're gonna have me head. Your shipment? Yeah, my cart. Why are a group of children running shipments? Because we're the Bovalian Ravagers. No, that we'll doesn't kill and the destroy question. anything that gets in our way. Charity's <laughs> gonna hold up a ration. You want it? I mean, yeah, I would take a ration, sure. <laughs> Andy, has, have, has Burbage ever heard of of the Bavalian Ravagers. Give me a history check. 20. No. <laughs> you have not heard of the Bavalian Ravagers. It must um, be a newer organization. Right. <laughs> sure, a newer organization. Um, so I guess Burbage would, 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 would be like... I mean, so, so I guess in, in Burbage's mind, he's getting the sense that this is a bunch of kids playing and kind of playing make-believe or something. You don't have to confirm if that's right or wrong, but I'm running with it. Um, all right, Chip. Yeah. Tell me, have you ever heard of Crotch the Sticky? Yeah, of course I heard of Crotch the Stickies. Right. Crotch the sticky. Just, just one crotch the sticky, right? I forget where Burbage is in terms of his understanding that there's something weird going on there. <laughs> but uh, stick and move here. Um, yeah, crotch the sticky. Famous pirate thief oh, of yeah. legend. Yeah. Of course. Yeah. When I was a kid, my brother Avery and I, we'd run around Diefield, that's where I grew up, pretending to be Crotch the Sticky and, and, and his crew. I was always the crew, I never actually got to be Crotch the Sticky, which actually kind of made me mad. 
But Avery, you know, he was the firstborn and he had access to a whole bunch of stuff and knowledge that I didn't have. And so, of course, he was crotch the sticky. Anyway, my point is, it's fun playing when you're a kid, pretending to be grown up, pretending to be a pirate thief and other things that you can't quite be yet because you're not big enough. But, I'll have you know, I met Crotch the Sticky myself recently. The Shut real, up. Yeah, no. The, <laughs> the real Crotch the Sticky. I met him. It's a real one? Yeah. Yeah, I didn't realise it myself until I met him. That's, the next thing you're going to tell me there's a real Burbage Kemp running around. What? Wait, what? And let's take a break there. <laughs> Burbage would just like he was about to talk, and he, he just his mouth froze, and he like turned to to the others, just kind of a little bit, like half turned his head, and he was like, "All right, yeah, I don't have a point to make anymore." I feel like on the other side of the fire, he just sees Charity do a spit take. <laughs> oh, that's funny. So yeah, everyone, let's go ahead and take a break. Uh, go ahead and and have your own campfires. Um. Where you deal with your own fluids. Andy just suggested I can start fires. No. So said I can't. No. So no. In a safe place, like a fireplace. Or a... I have a fireplace. It's not designed for actual burning things. It's just basically an electric heater. <laughs> okay, well. It, whatever works. Uh, get them to drink. Come on back. Uh, we'll, be, we'll be back in about 10 or 15 minutes. Uh, hanging in there, everyone. And let's uh, come back and learn about the Bovalian Ravagers. Pray that my house still exists, everyone. <laughs> BRB! BRB. This has been Goats and Dragons, presented by Helpful Goat Gaming. For more information about us, check out our website at helpfulgoat.com or follow us on Twitter at helpfulgoat. For more of our shared gaming projects, check us out on Twitch, where we are Helpful Goat, or on YouTube at Helpful Goat Gaming. Thank you so much for joining us, and we'll see you next time.